3: And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com and brought to you by Assiniboia Livestock for the most reliable and dependable way to market your livestock. Today we talk to the winner in today's 620 CKRM Country Cookout Contest with harvest dropping up at the Girvan Area Farm. We have the latest crop report and harvest weather was near ideal this past week. Real agriculture reports from the Canadian Beef Congress. We talk with the new CEO of APAS, there's an update on Manitoba's harvest, and we look at farm machinery sales. The farm weather's in its usual spot at the bottom of the...
0: This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley.
3: Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. A farmer north of Gervin is today's winner in the 620 CKRM Country Cookout Contest. Al McNabb farms 9,000 acres north of Gervin towards Davidson. He says harvest has wrapped up on his farm. They're there
4: the beginning of August and we just wrapped up there on Saturday.
3: So how did the crops look
4: this year? Oh, they looked all right. Another rain or two would have been nice, but a lot better than last year. Outline some of the yields for me. How did you do? I'd say we were about average on most stuff. Our canola was down a little bit. It just uh, heat got it in the, in the summer there which crops were
3: best, and which crops were worst?
4: Probably our wheat was our best, and uh, lentils were all right uh, peas were well did well. canola was so so it could have it just was got heat blasted.
3: Do you want to put any numbers to the yields?
4: Oh, like the lentils were around the 20, and the peas were 35-ish. Weeds, I don't know, it was probably around the 40. Describe the growing season for me, especially how does it
3: compare with last year?
4: We had some nice rains there at the start, and then near the end of, we dried right up, and then the grasshoppers kind of moved in and did their damage. So what's your thoughts on prices this fall? How do they look to you? Uh, I hope they kind of get a rally going here and start going back up a little bit more. They've kind of dropped off, but hopefully they start to come back.
3: Have you thought what you might see next year?
4: Uh, we'll probably keep her fairly similar, some peas, some lentils, some wheat, uh, canola, and some barley.
3: Al McNabb farms north of Gerbin, about 130 kilometers northwest of Regina. He is today's winner in the 620 CKRM Country Cookout Con.
0: Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM.
3: This portion is brought to you by Prairie Six Inch Eavesdrops. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavesdrops.ca and your Prairie Co-op Grow Team fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituna, Lipton, and Strasburg. Saskatchewan farmers made speedy harvest progress this past week. Provincial crop specialist Matt Struthers says combining is almost at the two-third mark across Saskatchewan.
1: There's great progress. We had ideal harvesting conditions over the past week, so now we're sitting at 64% of the crop now harvested, up from 42% last week and ahead of the five-year average of 57%. So a lot of the crop is, is off those fields, and then there's still an additional 20% of that crop ready to swath or straight cut. So a lot more of the crop still right around the corn from being taken off. And what's the progress by region? What area is mostly advanced? Well, the southwest is almost done. They have 93% of the crop in the bin, followed by the west central with 80%, the southeast with 57, the northwest with 47, east central with 46, and the north, uh, northeast with 41. So all the regions are going full steam ahead, and, and harvest is likely to be wrapped up in two to three weeks in some areas. How's the quality and yield look? So we asked Durham pea and lentil grades this week, and uh, overall they look very good. But for Durham, 50% are coming in at grade one, 30% grade two, 15% grade three, and 5% grades four and five. For peas, they're coming in at 45% grade one, 46% grade two, 8% grade three, and 1% sample grade. Uh, lentil grades are coming in at 34%. Grade 1, 60% grade 2, and 6% grade 3. So, uh, like I said, overall very good. Uh, we are seeing some uh, lower grades just due to lower kernel weights there in the West Central and Southwest. But for the province, it's very, it looks very good for, for quality. How do yields look early on? We covered yields last week, but we certainly saw that we saw an improvement in, in yields this year from, from last year, and especially in those eastern and northern regions that got the rain and parts of the southwest and west central that did get that rain. But certainly many producers who unlucky to not receive that rain seeing very poor yields and, and some even comparing uh, the yields that they're seeing to last year. So hopefully they get some rain this fall uh, and next year things change for them. How's the soil moisture? It's continued to drop. We haven't had much rain since uh, the end of July, early August. So cropland topsoil moisture is rated as 1% surplus, 37% adequate, 38% short, and 24% very short, followed by hay and pasture rated as 1% surplus, 27% adequate, 44% short, and 28% very short. So things are drying out very quickly out there across the province, and, and there are some concerns with uh, with fires, of course, and there have been a few combined and, and tractor and baling fires so hopefully everybody's staying safe out there and, and a, a nice gentle rain across the province would, would go a long way to keeping that risk down what were the main causes of crop loss this past week the biggest ones were were frost and wind uh, along with some just those dry conditions on those pastures as well so there was frost uh, reported all the way from the the southeast all the way up to the northwest damage is is variable it's still being assessed right now some areas had a light frost and and others had uh, had a heavy frost so we'll see in a few days Uh, likely by next week we'll have more information on on the damage but hopefully uh, most of the crop is already off the field and and out of harm's way wind also continued to blow around swaths and, and shell out many crops and and lodge many crops across the province. So, again, hopefully they're able to just harvest ahead of that and and get it off before any more major storms come through. Matt
3: Struthers compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. We move water.
0: Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM.
5: This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity.
6: Hey, Kara Oostraus here with realagriculture.com. I am here today at the Canadian Beef Industry Conference in Penticton, B.C., and I have here with me Andrea White, who is with this CRSB. How's it going today? Good. How are you? Good. So here at the conference, you guys have talked about uh, the ABCs of truth, so attitude, beef, and consumer. Now one of the things you guys kind of looked at is what the impressions of sustainability are in the beef industry
7: do you want to elaborate a bit on that sure so earlier this year we did a consumer research study with a representative sample of Canadians um, across different ages demographics regions um, and really dug into some of the perceptions and attitudes and awareness levels of sustainability in Canadian beef so what we found overall is there's a, a very positive impression of the Canadian beef industry, beef production practices, and sustainable practices uh, across Canada. Roughly 75% of Canadians think that we're doing a good job. Um, we can't produce beef sustainably, and the industry is trying to improve all the time. So what aspects of sustainability are most important to consumers when you looked at uh, some of the, the findings? So we had one of the questions was kind of a, a list of some things that people might think are You know, actions they can take to leave a sustainable lifestyle. Um, And we had a a ranking of those things, and and really what topped the list was um, uh, topics around waste. So, how to reduce their food waste, you know, reducing the use of single use plastics and and non recycled items. Uh, And so, and I think that just shows that consumers really want to find ways that they can take action themselves.
6: Now, one of the, the really large focuses right now is, of course, the 2030 goal and and you guys kind of looked at what some of the impressions of the goals are. Do
7: you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, sure. We, we picked a few of the goal topics that the Canadian beef industry um, overall has set and kind of presented a few of those statements around those goals to, to this consumer study. And um, overall, the response to the to us setting those goals was very positive. Um, and I think the, the three that kind of came out the most on top that people are really interested in was again how to how to um, reduce food waste um, how we're going to do that as an industry uh, as well as what individual consumers can do Um, of of course top of mind for a lot of people is climate change and how we can reduce our GHG uh, emissions so we're working at that 33% reduction goal Um, the last one I think is is the, the beef producers, the land um, that's in the care of beef producers, and maintaining enhancing those, you know, the wildlife habitats and the biodiversity there. So, what conversation do we need to have
6: with Canadians more when it comes to sustainability in beef?
7: I think, in general, uh, what people might be hearing about beef production, um, they might not be getting the whole story, and it's really that whole food system approach, and um, I think the, the thing that when people hear, they might be surprised about about that um, the concept that uh, beef production helps to enhance the land and wetlands and grasslands and all those great things and help support the habitat of not only the animals that they're caring for but but the land itself and 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 all the other species that live there. And how is the CRSB working to get the
6: sustainability message out?
7: You know we've been working hard over the last couple of years at creating some resources and videos and things like that um, and what's neat about the CRSB is you know this roundtable approach where we've got we've got folks for, from the beef producers all the way through to the end of the supply chain and others that support the beef industry and so um, creating some things that that those folks can share with their in their channels and with their audiences can just get that message wider and we have um, over the past year seen some some good success in partnering with others whether they're other industry groups and even some of the the third party organizations that are part of the Ceres like our environmental NGOs on you know campaigns that that are really going into that public sphere and and kind of trying to tell that story of the intersection of grasslands wetlands and and the beef producers that are operating on those lands all those things so
6: okay thank you very much for your time Andrew thanks
5: this has been your real agriculture update you can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com be beat
0: your agri-weather forecast on The Source 620 CKRM.
3: The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Cloudy today, 30%, chance of drizzle early this afternoon. Windy 20 kilometers per hour, the high 16, the low 10. Friday, cloudy, wind southeast 20, the high 18 tomorrow, the low 10. Saturday, partly cloudy, the high 23, the low 6. Sunday, sunny, the high 22, the low 10. Monday, partly cloudy, 40%, chance of showers and a high of 21, the low 7. Tuesday, partly cloudy, the high 15, the low 5. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 12 degrees. Normal high is 18, the normal low is 3. The sun rose at 6.34. This morning it sets at 7.13 tonight. And around the province... Currently in Estevan, it's 14, Saskatoon, 14, Swift Current, 12, Weyburn, 15, Yorkton, 11. Regina, cloudy, 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit, winds are from the east at 21. Light rain, Moose Jaw, at times today, 14, winds are from the east, southeast at 22. Once again, Regina, cloudy, and 14, that's 57 Fahrenheit.
1: Back. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada.
0: You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan
3: agriculture today is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougall Auctioneers. McDougallAuctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems expect the best. We forgot to mention the hot spot in Saskatchewan. It's Key Lake, way up north at 19 degrees. The cold spot, Wynyard, again today at 10 degrees. Saskatchewan's General Farm Group has a new executive director. Apass has hired Dion McGrath to replace Apass General Manager Dwayne Hovey, who retired in late August. McGrath grew up on a mixed grain and hog farm near Leroy. Well,
8: my background, Jim, is that I spent 15 years uh, with the Provincial Public Service in various, policy-related roles from uh, pork processing and biofuels to rural and community development. And most recently, I uh, was the CEO out at Southeast College for almost seven years. uh, Before I jumped out of all of that and joined uh, the family business in the digital marketing world, just as COVID was uh, starting back in 2020.
3: So I understand you come from a farm?
8: Yeah, I grew up uh, the family farms located out in Leroy um, and I spent my childhood and teenage years thinking that I was going to be a farmer until uh, university showed me different alternatives and I guess at the end of the day, I wasn't cut out for farming, I guess is, is how I would put it. Tell me about your thoughts
3: on agriculture policy now that you're the new executive director at APAS, Saskatchewan's general farm group.
8: Well, one of the things that I know about egg policy is that it's ever-changing and always top of mind, and the breadth and depth of the issues that impact agriculture, right from putting uh, seed in the ground to getting the food on, uh, to the grocery store, are complex and always in need of attention. There's no shortage of, of issues that impact the egg community, and that's really one of the the attractiveness that I saw in this role is the ever-changing landscape in agriculture and, you know, some of the current issues today from carbon pricing and the fertilizer targets. These are all very interesting issues that Saskatchewan's egg community needs to, you know, make sure that we're doing the, the legwork to really define the problems to support our ag community, but also to, to ensure that Long-term success is what we're all after because Saskatchewan, you know, runs on agriculture.
3: It is a big part of the provincial economy. So you see carbon pricing, fertilizer targets. What other issues do you see as key for APAS, a support program development? You know,
8: for me at this point, my biggest focus going into this role is to go and, and talk to our members and find out what they like about what APAS is doing and what they would like to see changed. Uh, and for me, that's a huge opportunity to engage in, in the member relations to find out what our members are thinking. And, and really, if some things need to change internally with what APAS is doing, that's a good way to get a handle on what, what the members' needs are and what direction and, and where they want to go and take things. So for me, it's about asking and listening.
3: Yeah, it sounds like you're going on a tour of various farm areas, uh, rural municipalities to find out what their issues are.
8: Yeah, I I really want to get out and and meet with our members, our representatives, our delegates to really get a sense of uh, where where things are at for them, what they see as the top priorities. And, And for me, it's about taking all of those issues and needs and distilling that into how do we as an organization prioritize our resources to do what we need to do to do the policy work to find the solutions that work and to advocate for those solutions with government policymakers at all levels
3: Dion McGrath is the new executive director of Saskatchewan's general Farm group
0: 8014 you are tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture today on the source 620 CKRM.
3: This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small-ton lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. Harvest continues to lag behind normal in Manitoba, with about one-third combined, or about ten working days behind the usual pace. James Fry is a Manitoba agriculture crop specialist and covers northwest Manitoba. He says there's still a lot of canola left to combine.
5: Canola is about 25% done and that's a bit of a moving target because quick drive around the country and you'll see that some for sure headlands of fields have been harvested and certain parts of some fields have been put in swath or even harvested and some of it is, is in uh, you know standing ready for straight cuts. So Uh, It's kind of a a bit of an estimate there to say 25% done for canola.
3: Canada Western Red Spring wheat in Manitoba is mostly grading number one with protein ranging 13.5 to 14.8%. Ergot levels are slightly elevated from previous years. Sales of combines rose in August in both Canada and the United States. Sales of tractors also rose in Canada but fell in the U.S. The latest data is from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, and Kurt Blades is the group's senior vice president.
5: If you look at the tractor and combine sales in Canada, Lex saw a nice amount of growth, especially in the ag tractors. We saw a 43%, 44% uh, growth in tractors over 100 horsepower uh, in the country of Canada for the month of August. And uh, you know, we, although we were flat in smaller horsepower tractors, uh, under 40 horsepower tractors, 40 to 100, that uh, that that uh, 100 plus horsepower tractor market actually led to an overall growth of about five percent uh, for the month of August in Canada. The demand has been there on the ag market for quite some time. Uh, we've been seeing strong sales of, of larger horsepower tractors. Uh, and articulated four wheel drive tractors, uh, on on both sides of the border for about, really for the last eight to 12 months, uh, despite some of the softness of the, of the smaller tractors. I think that's largely because of, uh, of a, of a, of a strong ag economy and the promise of strong ag, ag economy. However, uh, the big challenge for these numbers to really reach their full potential has been the supply chain. And, you know, it's well publicized whether you're trying to buy a pickup truck or a pinball machine or a tractor. Deliveries are a little bit slow right now because the supply chain challenges are, are very real and very global.
3: That's Kurt Blades with the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Stats Canada has reduced its canola production estimate by 400,000 tonnes, down to 19.1 million tonnes. The latest numbers come from satellite data gathered at the end of August. The previous estimate used information from the end of July. FarmLink Marketing Solutions senior analyst Neil Townsend believes the canola number could go lower when StatsCan releases its production report in December. Even if there is a decline, the 2022 canola crop will still be well above the 13.8 million tons produced during last year's extensive drought. Stats Canada boosted its all-wheat estimate by 100,000 tons to 34.7 million. Last year's wheat crop was only 22.3 million metric.
0: the Market Updates with Jim Smalley on the Source 620 CKRM.
3: Market update is brought to you by Freeze Talman Lumber. Get everything you need to finish your projects before fall from Freeze Talman in Regina and Fort Capel. Grain prices were showing some downward movement in early trading. Viterra prices for Canola fell $4 at seven fifty six ninety five. dollars One red spring wheat declined $1.65 at $393.43. The rest unnecessary change. Durham, 399 56 Feed barley, 292.87. Chickpeas, 925 95 Flax, 627.67. Lentils, 704.50. Oats, 255.32. Yellow peas, 431.13. Feed wheat 289.56. At Minneapolis, December spring weight fell, 8 cents at $9.29 a bushel. Good job.
0: It's the Livestock Reports on the Source, 620 CKRM. The
3: Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842 4574. And now, the latest Livestock Quotes. Hello, Cattlemen, Jr. for Heartland Livestock of Yorkton, with your market report for the week of
9: September 14th. A smaller run on offer this week with 576 head in the pre-sort 268 cows and bulls for a total of 844. On the feeder market, the calves and yearlings are under strong demand from our order buyers. Here are a few highlights of this week's sale. 750 weight yearling steers at 260. 945 weights at 230, and your 850 weights at 254. On the yearling heifers, 760 at 231, 835 at 22650, and the 935 weights at 215 and a quarter. The calf market this week was strong. 467 weight bucks steers at 337. 570s at 284.50 and the 636 weights at two seventy three and a quarter. Block steers 413 pounds at 323 550 weights at 306 and your 495 at 306 Red X steers 569 pounds at 281.75 632 weights at two seventy six and a quarter. The heifer trade this week, buckskin heifers 500 pounds at 650 weights at 233 The block heifers 480 at 240 560 at 223 on the red X average, five sixty-five at two thirty-fifty, six thirty-five is at two twenty-three seventy-five. On the cow and bull trade this week, the cows were four cents higher due to the quality of cows. One hundred ninety-nine cows average one05 dollar five. D one, D two cows, a buck six to $1.15, buck fifteen, sales to one eighteen. Your D three cows, ninety-two to one zero two. Heifers, one ten to one fifty-five, sales to one fifty-nine. Thirty big bulls average $1.43, dollar forty-three, sales one twenty-two to one fifty-six. Producers, the barley and quarter horse production sale here at Heartland Livestock Yorkton, 5 p.m. Friday, September 16th. 34 lots of some of the best quarter horse genetics you can find. Once again, producers pre-sorts every week till Christmas. So give us a call here at HLS York and get them booked in. Once again, this has been Junior for Heartland Yorkton. Thank you and have a great day.
2: And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 228 to 239 per ckg. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,300 head, selling in a range of $229 to $242 per CKG. Ham's number one sales this week are down, selling in the range of 49 to 56 cents per pound live weight. Ham's cash flow price today is up, and four contract prices open higher this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar is down 33 basis points, with the daily exchanger at 1.3166. And the Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.70 cents US. Daily U.S. cash prices are higher compared to the previous day, but the weekly trend remains lower in all reporting regions. The Western Corn bill improved dollar $1.34 a hundredweight, but is $5.51 lower for the week so far. National Formers were up $0.28, cents, but traditional National is down $3.10, and the cutout adjusted variant is $2.42 lower for the week so far. Lean Hog futures are trading higher this morning, but were trading in a choppy pattern earlier in the session. The net result today is a 37-week contract that is presently valued at two hundred twelve dollars and seventy cents Canadian per Ckg, from mid October to June, which is the highest a full range contract has been at this time of year ever. Further upside may indeed be possible, but there is exceptional value in the forward contracts today, and unique opportunity to lock in cash flows certainty at record levels, especially in the shoulder seasons of Q4 2022 and Q1 2023.
0: Coming up, the resort cheaper dealer. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley.
3: Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. And brought to you by Western Ag Professional Agronomy. If you want to make cropping decisions with confidence, visit growmoreprofit.com. The Canadian Food Inspection Agency says the number of birds infected with avian flu is growing in the country... And Alberta has the highest number of cases of the disease. The organization released an update yesterday on confirmed cases of H5N1 in poultry farms. It says approximately 1,075,000 birds have been euthanized so far in Alberta. That's more than twice as many as Ontario, which has had about 567,000 birds affected. Saskatchewan and Alberta have secured a regulation exemption from Ottawa that will allow oil service rigs to move freely between the two provinces. In June 2019, both provinces signed a Memorandum of Understanding to help remove barriers to the movement of service rigs. Since then, they have been urging Ottawa to exempt service rigs from regulations that prevent vehicles and equipment from moving efficiently between job sites in the two provinces. On the markets, the TSX is down 38 points to 19,688. The Dow has risen 69 points to 31,204. Oil has fallen $2.87 at 85.61 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 75.80 cents, U.S. That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon.
0: This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.